everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program we produce throughout the academic year in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. In this 20th edition of season number five, we're going to spend the entire episode talking to Monmouth art professor Stacy Lotes. She's going to tell us about her new art show. It's set to open on February 21st in the college's Lynn G. Everett Gallery. It's a fun conversation with Stacy, who through her art is looking back on the groovy times she had in the 1970s and 80s at the local roller skating rink. Before young people connected through social media, the local roller skating rink loomed large in a community. It was where people met, styles were shown off and tried out, and information was exchanged. New art show by Monmouth art professor Stacy Lotes captures the zeitgeist of that period. The show is called Next Skate, All Skate. Next Skate, All Skate opens on February 21st in the Monmouth College Lindsay Everett Gallery. That's on the upper level of the Hughes Library. The show will run through April 1st. A gallery reception will be held on March 25th. And that will include a talk from Stacy, which starts at 3.30 in the afternoon. The exhibition, reception, and talk are all free and open to the public. And of course, face masks are required. You can read all about the show in the news and events section of the Monmouth College website. And that address is monmouthcollege.edu news. As Stacy explains, the show Next State All Skate is the result of what happened when she was inadvertently overcome with a feeling of nostalgia for the era when roller skating rinks reigned supreme in the culture. That was roughly the 1970s until the mid-1980s. Yeah, you heard that right. Next Skate All Skate. Anybody that grew up in the 70s, even the 80s, knows about Next Skate All Skate. Uh, it seemed like an appropriate title for this show. It is a lot about my memories of being a kid in the 70s, um, especially being at the roller rink. Um, I think it played a big part in my kind of growing up, my socializing, interacting with people, all different kinds of people. And um, I found myself during uh, the onset of the COVID outbreak feeling really nostalgic and wondering why that was and as I looked a little deeper into this whole notion about nostalgia um, there are actually several studies out right now that talk about how nostalgia used to be considered a mental illness um, and it was mostly like for uh, men who had gone off to fight in war and if they were nostalgic they weren't considered good soldiers because they were wishy-washy but lo and behold uh, they have found that Nostalgia is actually a really good thing and powerful thing that helps people to cope with really stressful situations. And um, I think that's really what I was doing um, because I started a body of work in 2020 
that was really serious. It had a lot of political overtones in it. Um, as you can imagine, the country was um, divided, still is divided, um, and I was making work about that. But the whole time, I was, I was really having a difficult time because it was so hard. It was, it was depressing, and I found myself kind of keep wandering back to. I wish I could just go roller skating right now. Or I would hear a song on the radio from the 70s that would remind me of the roller rink. And that would make me feel really good. Like my skin would actually tingle hearing that and thinking about that. And so I just switched my thinking from the really serious political to the more lighthearted 70s. Now, also as it turns out, the 70s were a time of a lot of <laughs> um, kind of social unrest, um, a lot of urban rioting, um, a lot of social movement, um, protesting, um, environmental issues. And so I found that a lot of the things that I was thinking about currently were also going on in the 70s. But because I was a kid in the 70s, I didn't pay much attention to what was going on. You know, I was 10 years old. I was at the roller rink. All I cared about was getting new pom-poms and skating as fast as I could around that circle. Um, so it's been an interesting kind of blend of my thinking and to see just how everything is so connected and how really things don't really change. Um, but I, I think the kind of the light in all of this is that there is a way to keep yourself positive in times when you feel like there's nothing to be positive about. And so I found it in this series, this series of works that I think are pretty lighthearted. They're put together very intuitively. Next Skate, All Skate features about 20 mixed media pieces that pay homage to a lot of pop culture icons from the 1970s that shaped the youth culture. Um, so, you know, it's not a whole lot, but I tried to be really specific about the pieces that I chose. Um, there, It's a lot of mixed media. Um, I think anybody that knows me knows that I really like to mess around with different uh, materials. Um, there's probably a lot of materials that um, aren't normally considered high art uh, materials, things like yarn. While it may seem kind of silly, and I know, you know, for for artists and, you know, when, when shows go up, you know, th I think that there's always kind of this... I don't know what it is, like a, an expectation that it's going to be like really serious and, and we're going to have to like really get our thinking caps on and go in there to really get it. You're not going to have to do that here. You don't need to do that here. You can just come in and like have fun or enjoy the color, enjoy the texture. Um, you know, it's... I, I think that, Dwayne, the older I get, I realize that, you know, it's that old thing of life is too short. And to carry that kind of seriousness around all the time, and it's not that I don't have it and that I don't think about it when I make work, but this particular body, I think, speaks to a time where, or this, this time that is so stressful for all of us, and as a way to just kind of Push that aside for a minute. Some of the items that inspired works that appear in Stacy's show include bell-bottom jeans, 
You'll also see some pom-poms, which girls often wore on their roller skates. And then, of course, there were the TV icons of that era, such as the female persona Geraldine Jones. She was portrayed by the legendary comedian Flip Wilson on his popular TV show. As a kid, Sonny and Cher, the Brady Bunch, the Partridge family, um... The piece that we're looking at right now, Dwayne, this tall figure, that's Geraldine from the Flip Wilson show. Um, that was one of my all-time favorites. I, I still, I can watch YouTube videos and I laugh as hard as I did when I was a kid watching Geraldine perform. Um, there's a pair of large, um, these are bell bottoms. Um, and bell bottoms in the 70s were the thing. And the bigger the bell, the better they were. I actually had a pair of bell bottoms that were called elephant ear bell bottoms that actually came down over the top of my skates. You couldn't even see my skates because they like funneled down over the tops. But there was like this idea that it, your bell was like kind of swinging in the wind as you skated around the rink. And so really that's what this piece, it's very abstract, but I think it's trying to catch the essence of moving through the roller rink. Um, and then of course there's a number of handmade pom-poms because you got to have pom-poms on your skates. Um, there's a series of pieces about Scooby-Doo. Um, there are some pieces about um, particular items of clothing that I had as a kid. I had a pink crushed velvet suit, of course bell bottoms, um, but, but with a long kind of tunic type vest. Um, very fashionable. And I think I wore it with bright red go-go boots, uh, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I was throwing all the colors together. And of course, if you're talking about 1970s pop icons, they don't get much bigger than Barbie. She fueled many little girls' imaginations as well as their creativity. And there'll be a piece coming about Barbie. Um, I was a big fan of Barbie. I had the Malibu Barbies. Um, so I was you know, all about that West Coast vibe with my Barbies and I had the camper and they traveled. And so there's a piece coming that will pay some tribute to Barbie and the significance of her. Um, and then there's some multiples, of course, uh, these small dogs, but then the little things that they're sitting on, Dwayne. Um, I used to make props for my Barbies, for my dolls. So those little stools that they'll sit on there are actually made out of um, spray paint caps, the lids, and then they're stuffed with cotton, and then the cloth is put around them. I mean, this is the kind of stuff I used to do at home all the time. And if my Barbies were going someplace, I rigged up, my Barbies like scaled across the Grand Canyon in my backyard because I ran ropes from tree to tree and then hooked their arms to the ropes and flung them across the canyon. <laughs> um, so, you know, I was always like making things. And so I've tried to recreate a, a couple of the things that I would have made um, when I was a kid. And there's some peace sign necklaces. I bought one of the first things I ever remember buying with my own money was a peace sign necklace, and I bought it from the Calico Cat in Galesburg. The Calico Cat at that time was a head shop. Um, but they sold incense and oils and 
funky jewelry and I bought this yellow peace sign necklace that I wore until I broke it. So I've recreated a number of them and I was actually able to find some beads that I made probably when I was about eight years old that I have had all this time and I've actually strung them with those peace sign necklaces. So um, there's a lot of different kinds of flashes of memories here. You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Mammoth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the college's communications and marketing office. We're visiting with Mammoth art professor Stacy Lotes. She's previewing her upcoming show, Next Skate, All Skate. It runs February 21st through April 1st in the college's Everett Gallery. When Stacy grew up in nearby Galesburg, she spent a lot of her time at the Grand Roller Rink, where she skated and grew up. The Grand Roller Rink is no longer open, but as fate would have it, Stacy now lives close to its location today. That's quite appropriate in many ways because when Stacy was a child, the Grand Roller Rink was not unlike a second home for her. Um, but, you know, I, as a kid, from probably the time I was seven or eight until I was probably 13, 14, um, I was at the skating rink every Friday and Saturday night and both sessions and anytime there was a marathon skate like if there was a day off of school and they'd have a marathon skate i was there um there was you know as i think i mentioned earlier there were all kinds of people at the skating rink you know there were you know kids my age of course there were littler kids there were older kids there were adults there there were families there you know it was always a big mix and you didn't always know everybody that was at the roller rink and even though I was a regular at the roller rink um, there would be people there that I didn't know and you would meet people you know it was a really social activity um, and anybody that was ever at the roller rink knows you know there's music and the the mirror ball the disco ball is spinning and you know people are eating at the snack bar people are falling down that somebody's playing pinball somebody's over at that machine making one of those tokens that you put the money in and you pulled the arm on um you know just a lot of different um a lot of different things going on and i think that socialization of that place was kind of key to to me kind of growing up um and you know I was a kid that because I was there so much and you know I'm not bragging but I was a pretty good skater and of course there were skating gods there you know the the guys that were like the best skaters in town you know and I think that's every generation of people who roller skated there are really great skaters there and as a little kid you know nothing made me more excited or happy than to be asked by one of those older skating gods to two-step with them or to waltz with them in the in the moonlight skate because I could do those things um, but I was just a little kid you know they were like high schoolers and so it seemed like they were like so so much older and they were older but um, it was a really I think kind of an innocent way of being around older people um, just kind of figuring out who you were. And you were independent there because my parents dropped me and all the neighborhood kids off there at the beginning of the skate and they'd come back at midnight and pick us up. So we had that whole time there, basically unsupervised from our parents. And it was, it was freedom. 
is what it was. I mean, it was independence. We were there by ourselves, kind of like getting on your bike, leaving in the morning and being told, be back before the streetlights come on. And you rode your bike all over town. You know, there was an independence um, about that. And I think that's really significant too, so. As Stacy explains, a roller skating rink was often a space where community was built and sustained. The roller skating rink was also where some of the 1970s cultural skirmishes played out, as well as a place where you could see where the times were indeed changing. And, you know, my parents were skaters, um, you know, when they were kids, and they're the ones that took me to the skating rink. And what's funny is that in the very, very early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, um, my dad had very long hair. And we went to the skating rink, and they wouldn't let my dad in because his hair was too long. There was a sign posted at the door that said, no beetle haircuts, which meant hair that was just over your collar. And my dad's hair was down to his shoulder um, at that time. And I remember the woman that ran the skating rink saying, he can't get in, his hair's too long. And me being, you know, I was probably four or five saying, what's the matter? What did my dad do that he can't get in? Why are we in trouble? Why can't we get in there? And it was a really kind of a traumatic thing. You know, two years later, the people that were running the skating rink, which was the same woman, but her two boys then were like the monitors on the floor, had hair down to their waists, you know? And so like the whole thing about the long hair changed, but you know, my dad couldn't get in because he had a beetle haircut. It wasn't a beetle haircut, it was much longer than that. But um, so, yeah, I mean, these are all like kind of memories, of, you know, about growing up and how quickly things changed um, and, you know, the acceptance of people or not. But, you know, I think that's a part of our society now. You know, we, we look differently at people who have different kinds of hair, who have tattoos, who, you know, any, any things that make them kind of stand out or be different. So really our world has not changed. You know, we, same people still pushing at the limits. That's Mammoth Art Professor Stacy Lotz. Her new art show is called Next Skate, All Skate. It opens on February 21st in the college's Lindsay Everett Gallery, and it runs through April 1st. The gallery reception for the show will be held on March 25th, and Stacy will begin her talk that day at 3.30 in the afternoon. Once again, you can read all about what promises to be a great art show. It's in the news and events section of the Monmouth College website, and that address is monmouthcollege.edu news. And that's going to be a 30 for this 20th edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2021-2022 school year. Tell us what you think about this podcast. You can do that by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day and stay healthy.